I want to start my own business. Before I do, I want to make sure that I'm doing it the right way. I want to have a strong start. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by a listener inquiry, and uh, I'm going to break it down. Stay tuned. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher. Once a week, I put a few thoughts together in audio form for entrepreneurs that are looking to fix, fund, or grow their business in an effort to be more profitable and to be more valuable. And uh, I see my job as um, figuring out how to help you do that. And how do I do that? By relaying to you conversation pieces that I'm having or interactions that I'm engaged in with uh, the businesses that I'm participating in and or, like today's podcast, other entrepreneurs. And uh, before I get started, I always like to say thank you for those of you that are listening. I'm glad that there's some folks out there in the world getting some value out of what I share here. Part of this podcast is me exploring my own thoughts and checking my own logic on certain topics, making sure that what I'm thinking makes sense. And uh, part of it is just to give you something practical to listen to because as an entrepreneur, it can be tough to find really good, solid things to listen to that give you sort of meaningful takeaways. And so my goal is to try and do that for a few minutes every week because being an entrepreneur can be lonely. And uh, um, in some small way, maybe this is helpful and helps you feel like you're not alone. So let's get started. I ended up getting an email from a Uh, an individual in Texas of all places, which is not close to my backyard, but thanks to the internet, she was able to reach out to me and uh, just ask for some information about um, the best way to, quote, have a strong start to her business. And so we've been going back and forth and having um, a very meaningful interaction. And out of it came a few things that no matter sort of who you are or, or what stage you're at in your business, that there are just some rules to follow. And so I thought I would share some of those because I think they're helpful and, and some of them are just good reminders. So I'm going to break it into two parts. I'm going to break it into what do you need to know about money and finances and how do you get started from that perspective? And then Part two is the business itself and what it is that you're doing um, to bring value to the marketplace and hoping to create uh, some profit somewhere. So on the financing side, typically when you start a business, just as a refresher, you end up using your own resources. Some people will have saved up a bunch of money and then they go forth and they start their own business. Other people will leverage uh, a line of credit. Maybe they'll take a mortgage on their home. Maybe they'll get a credit card or two or three four or five and they'll go ahead and they'll use their own cash to kind of get going to purchase the things that they need to maybe create a website to maybe buy the materials that they need if if their business requires that Um, and then you know they'll get going and as they get going then they'll look to maybe take advantage of a line of credit for their business which is based on the um, success that their business might be experiencing up to that point. Uh, Maybe they get some family and friends to invest in their business. And then after that, there's a lot of different paths that an entrepreneur can take to get going. Sometimes it means bringing on um, non-family and friend investors. Sometimes it means going to uh, startup meetups where there are angel investors cutting checks, or maybe it means going to venture capitalists and trying to do um, a capital raising round. So there's lots of different 
sort of things that a, an aspiring entrepreneur can do to fund their, their business. But as a startup, you're typically using some measure of your own resources. You move from your own resources into the resources of your family and your friends. From your family and your friends, you then move into the resources of people that are not uh, familiar with you as an individual and they make it their business to invest or lend money. And so that's kind of those are kind of the big blocks that you move through. Now, one some of the things... That I've learned or discovered or um, had have had to have dealt with on my own is that you don't want to take money unless you know exactly how you're going to use it. Um, I certainly am one of those uh, entrepreneurs that sort of said, "Look, if I if I just had an investor that would give me this much money, everything would be awesome. Or if I was able to get a loan for this much, I would I would everything would be okay. And our business is it's just going to work out and it's going to be great." So one of my strongest, strongest, strongest recommendations. Uh, which I had shared with this particular individual, was to make sure that if your business needs money, you know why it needs money very, very specifically. And so sometimes that might mean putting like a little list together of, you know, here's what I'm going to use for my startup capital. That one's pretty easy. It gets harder to understand how you or why you need money as your business gets going. Um, It starts with saying, I think I just need to hire people. Okay, but do you? Well, yeah, I need to hire like a marketing person or a salesperson, or I need to hire like an accountant or an administrative assistant. And so as your business grows and as your business becomes successful, it's harder and harder to really get your hands around what you need the money for. However, if you are disciplined enough right from day one to maybe have a rule with yourself that you're not going to borrow money or take money from investors if you don't know exactly how you're going to use it and how you're going to get it back to them. And even if it's an investor, you might say, okay, but an investor, you know, some family and friends have agreed to give me some money so I could start my business, even if they didn't want it back. Maybe the money's going to stay in the business. So let's say you use it to um, buy buy a, um, a storefront, or maybe you, you use it to buy some materials. Even if after you've been successful at selling your orders or selling your services or your products, and you're able to replenish the bank account with that money, uh, and you could give it back to the people that gave it to you, but you're choosing to keep it in the business, you still need a plan for how that's going to happen. It is very common. I think it's more common than than a new entrepreneur would know for uh, individuals to say, I just need an amount of money because if I had that amount of money, I'm pretty sure it would do X, Y, and Z for me. They can usually articulate how much they think they need, but it's very hard to articulate what you're going to use it for. And more importantly, most importantly, how that money is going to find its way back into the business after you have used it. So if you start early and develop a habit of understanding how money is going to move through your business and take the time to learn that, you don't need to be an expert. It can be a very simple exercise if you've got the right help. But you do have to have a very good idea of why you're taking money into the business, what it's going to do inside of the business, and then how it's going to come back to the business after it's been used. Um, I personally have fallen into the trap of not being a good steward of the money that I've been entrusted with, and uh, it can be a long climb out of that hole. Um, at, at least it has been for me. So I would encourage you to, to think uh, long and hard about that. And I don't know that that rule only applies to brand new investors who or brand new entrepreneurs who are thinking about starting a business. I think that rule applies to uh, seasoned entrepreneurs as much as it does brand new entrepreneurs. If you're going to put some money to work in your business, make sure you know what it's going to be used for. When it leaves, make sure you know how you're going to get it back. And 
Be watching for that all of the time. If you need a marketing person, if you need an administrative assistant, if you need to hire people, great. But make sure you understand how you're going to pay for it and how how paying for it is going to enable your business to generate a better result so that that money can come back in and be reinvested and be used again. And that's how you create a very, very valuable business. So on the other hand, Again, not a a rule of thumb that is only applicable to new entrepreneurs, but to seasoned entrepreneurs as well, is you have to understand the problem in the market that your business is solving. Many entrepreneurs, again, I have spent more of my career than not thinking that the product or service that I am involved with is the reason why the business exists. And it's not until it's not and it hasn't been until the last few years where I've really started to understand that it's the solution that your product or your service is providing to the marketplace. People pay for solutions. They don't pay for products and services. Uh, they pay uh, to to save time. They pay to save money. But it always has a context of what is the problem that our business is solving, and that is a question that I believe it or not. If not once a week, for sure, a handful of times a month, I am constantly revisiting with the businesses that I'm involved in just to make sure that the answer is still the same. Because what happens is when markets go up and markets go down and markets go up and markets go down, if if all you understand about your business is that you offer a product or a service, it becomes very difficult to hold yourself together when the market falls or when the market goes down or when it's going up and you think you're awesome and when it's going down, you think you're not awesome. The truth is, if you always understand the problem that your business is solving, it becomes much easier to ride the market up and recognize that it isn't because you're awesome, it's just because your business happens to be solving problems Uh, um, in the midst of a very strong market and then when the market comes down instead of dipping like everybody else if the if the market still needs the solution that your business is providing or if your business can still solve a real problem in a down market you're probably going to come up with strategies and tactics and make business decisions that uh, you'll only be able to make because you understand your business not through the eyes of the product or service and whether or not people want it, but rather through the problem that your product or service solves. So for a brand new entrepreneur, it's very exciting to say, this is my widget, this is my service, I'm very excited to go out into the marketplace and do this thing, because it's going to be awesome. It's very different to say, this is the problem, Our, I'm I, as an entrepreneur, I'm going to get up and I'm going to solve every single day. Whether I have a product, I have a service, I have software, I have a tangible product, I have a storefront. I know the problem my business solves in the marketplace. If you can do that, you're going to be able to uh, hold yourself together during the highs and the lows in your business. But that rule, believe it or not, is equally true to a seasoned entrepreneur. Uh, There are entrepreneurs that get to a certain point in their career where they think they've had um, a measure of success and they mistake their success for um, how great they they are. And and I'm speaking purely really from my own experience. Um, And and, and instead of just understanding that they happen to catch the wave of a strong marketplace. And so when when the wave finally crashes and settles down, many entrepreneurs go into a deep depression or find themselves in a really deep hole because they thought that At one time they were awesome and then their circumstances have changed and now it's out of their control why they're not successful. When the truth is, if you understand the problem that your business is solving in the marketplace, whether the marketplace is good 
or the marketplace is not good, you never need to take credit for your performance because the truth is the credit goes to the product or the service that your business is offering in the context of how it's solving problems in the marketplace because that's what it ultimately comes down to. So when times are good, you just make a lot of money and when times are bad, you just make a little bit less. That's kind of the perfect example. So if you're an entrepreneur that's looked around and said, ah, COVID this, market this, all these other problems, that's fine. You know, there's probably some truth in that. But there's probably a greater truth that if if the market had the problem uh, before the market got tough, most likely uh, the market still has that problem and your business can still be solving that problem, but it might need to do it in a different way. It might need to bob and weave and and make some different decisions in order to still capitalize on it, make some profit um, and increase its value. So uh, whether you're a new entrepreneur or an existing entrepreneur, always look at your business from the perspective of, What is the problem that this business solves in the marketplace? What solution are we providing to our customers? And that's what they're paying for. Um, So a couple of things that that came out of that when it comes to money, kind of golden rule of thumb, just make sure you know if you need money, why you need it, what you're going to use it for. So as it leaves, you know when it needs to come back and how it's going to come back. And then on the other side, don't mistake Uh, your business opportunity for the product or service that your business offers, but rather look at the business opportunity through the eyes of what problem is our product or our service going to solve in the marketplace that people are prepared to pay for. And if you can kind of keep some of those rules in place, then in, in the words of this particular individual, you will be off to a strong start and um, probably uh, uh, will have set yourself up for, for some, some pretty big wins. So um, I don't know who needed to hear that today. Maybe there's little bits and pieces in there that you connected with that made sense to you. Um, I'm always available to chat. If you're looking for um, you know, some direction or some opinions, I love hearing myself talk, so feel free to reach out. Uh, we do, I do have a tool that's in beta, and it's been in beta for the past uh, almost year now, and um, it's, a, it's a plug-in for accounting software so that a lot of the things that you hear me talk about on a weekly basis in this podcast, you can just do for yourself at the click of a button. You can see a whole bunch of things about your business through the eyes of an entrepreneur, not through the eyes of an accountant, not through the eyes of a banker, but through the eyes of an entrepreneur, what um, what should you know about your business that you probably don't know now? And my goal is to try and help you find some more profit, to help you build some more value inside of your business, to help you create value. And uh, this is one of the tools that do that. So if you're interested in maybe getting an invite to the beta, feel free to reach out to me and I'll give you a, a link and a code so that you can get in and try it out. Uh, the requirement is that you do need to be using QuickBooks Online. That's the only software that I've built it for so far. Um, I will be adding in the other uh, cloud-based platforms, but for now, um, QuickBooks Online is the one that uh, that I've built it on. So be happy to help you with that. And if you just want to sort of shoot an email over, get a conversation going about your business, because maybe you are trying to find some profit or trying to create some more value um, and you're not quite sure how to do that or maybe you feel stuck, um, I'd be happy to help. So thanks for tuning in to this week's episode and um, I sure hope we catch you next week as well.